1: Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939.
0: Shop now at DietzandWatson.com slash the right way.
1: That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Molly. And I'm Matthew.
0: And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and this week we might let you have some. I don't think that's possible um and you can't have any.
1: <laughs> there we go and today we're talking about asparagus and really you can't have any because we ate it all because it was great we each made a delicious asparagus dish and we're gonna we're gonna share the recipes with you how yeah, about that that's
0: about as good as as we can we can do i think well we
1: could um fedex asparagus uh delicious washington asparagus to every listener
0: let's just get on with the show okay i i I don't know how much money you have in your spilled milk slush fund. Oh,
1: I've a. a- <laughs> bulging asparagus fund uh, well remember remember wow. that oh uh,
0: he's modest isn't he
1: <laughs> remember that kickback yeah I've got a bulging asparagus fund uh, <laughs> never mind I uh. um, speaking speaking of which um, I uh, I want to I want to give a personal apology to the listener who pointed out that on the utensil show a couple weeks ago I said would it just feels good in your hand and then just <laughs> let that go right by um, wow, I, I
0: can't believe neither of us caught I, that. I know
1: I just I I want to apologize to everybody uh, for, for not <laughs> saying something sophomoric.
0: Yeah, okay. You know, of course, tis the season for asparagus. Indeed. You probably know that. We know that. And we are eating as much of it as we can.
1: Yeah, and- I like... Sorry.
0: God, you're always trying to interrupt me. Go on. <laughs>
1: um, you've been away for like two weeks. And, and once again, I, I forget how to do this show uh, <laughs> like eight times a year. Uh, I, I was going to say that last, last year we did my other favorite spring produce item rhubarb and this year we're doing asparagus and this uh, won't be
0: nearly as dangerous a show unfortunately oh right because we we ate the dreaded poisonous rhubarb leaf
1: yeah is any part of asparagus toxic i don't think so i don't think so
0: dang so you know i think i think first we should tackle a real philosophical question Uh uh-huh and it has to do with size does it matter? Yeah, does it matter? Do you like your asparagus fat or thin? I think that there are, there are you know, a, a range of schools of thought on this.
1: I feel like the people I know, and this, this may be a non-representative sample, but that the people I know who have a very strong opinion about this tend to be on the thin asparagus side um that i see you know and that i see at the farmer's market people gravitating uh with extreme prejudice toward the thin bundles of asparagus i like mine kind of in between like maybe quarter to a, i guess quarter inches really thin like yeah. like half inch yeah thick stalks
0: i agree with you i think that um the the fat ones can get really um they can get a little watery yeah i feel like the flavor sort of loses its potency
1: but on the other hand, the thin ones can get really stringy. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's hard to generalize because you know it's it's a plant. Every every batch is different. Um, but uh, but I like the medium sized ones.
0: Yeah, and that's that's what we used for the recipes today. Um, I would say that that well, I was about to compare it to the width of one of my fingers, but you can't see my fingers, so that's not very <laughs> helpful. But um, but anyway.
1: I, but but do you have like fingers radically different in size from uh, anyone else? <laughs>
0: I don't think so. I mean, I would say I. I like, I like asparagus that is, um, you know, about the same size as either my pinky or my ring finger.
1: Which look at pretty much the same width to <laughs> me.
0: What do you think? Do you like this size asparagus?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, great. Uh-huh. You, I mean, that was your ring I, finger you were go, holding up at me, But right? I
0: would go all the way to my middle finger, really. Oh, would you? Yes. <laughs> no. Um. Great. Anyway. FCC. <laughs> I, just, I just flushed him the bird. <laughs> um, Yeah,
1: no, I I agree. I think I think finger finger thick asparagus, but not like ham fisted finger.
0: Not like Paul Bunyan. Yeah, not Bunyan-esque. Yeah, you know what? I feel like we should say just a little bit about how we choose asparagus. Yeah, because there's some sad asparagus lurking in grocery stores these days.
1: I I choose it with my teeth. (laughs) That wasn't funny. We're gonna cut that out. Why don't you start? Because I'm not sure if I'm really good at choosing a spear. Okay,
0: Okay. so um, there are like three things I look for. Number one, I want the stalks to feel pretty firm. Sometimes they'll have some wrinkles and they just don't feel... You want them to feel like if you started to bend them, they'd snap pretty quickly as opposed to just bend.
1: Is it okay to snap a few in the store?
0: (laughs) It is not, unless you're going to buy them. Okay. Um, The other thing is um, like up at the the top of the spear where it's got almost like little leaves. Yeah. I want the leaves to be, Like sort of laying flat against the stock. I don't want them to be sort of opening up.
1: Right. See, I sort of cheat when I buy asparagus because asparagus is one of those things that is absolutely worth going to the farmer's market for. I get all my asparagus at the farmer's market. Yes, I'm one of those people. Fine.
0: Wow. Matthew Amster Burton, food snob, outed.
1: Do we have any of those uh, (laughs) cookies (laughs) left from the the fudge stripe cookies from last week?
0: Oh, I hope so. Do you peel it? Because I feel like, you know, there's all these recipes out there where you're supposed to peel the asparagus. Yeah,
1: that's the other thing. I feel like the thick asparagus is more likely to really need peeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, I, I usually don't peel it. If if I end up with some thick asparagus, I will peel it.
0: Yeah. The the only asparagus that I, I think you pretty much always have to peel is white asparagus, which I think most of us Americans don't have great access to anyway.
1: I didn't know that and I, I have eaten white asparagus like at a French restaurant, but I don't think I've ever bought it and cooked it.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I don't peel my asparagus either. And then do you do you cut it? to get rid of the woody end or do you snap it
1: I snap it yeah. because I feel like and I I know the argument that that if you snap it you're you're you might be taking off too much and wasting perfectly edible asparagus but I really have a phobia about Chawing down onto some super woody <laughs> asparagus tree branch
0: I feel like down i should be, I feel like I should be running with something having to do with woody phobias, but i'm
1: you're i'm basically I'm worried about what's down there
0: yeah yeah um i, I agree i I don't really I wouldn't call it a phobia, but it's just sort of un-
1: <laughs>
0: i mean it's just sort of unpleasant to hit a, a a woody end
1: yeah i have the same problem with parsnip cores oh really, yeah,
0: huh. I really like snapping also because um, it's just it's really fast. You can get through. I mean, I I think about this in terms of like restaurant cooking. You can really get through a lot of asparagus very quickly
1: and really satisfying. I mean, it makes a great sound. It It feels good in your hand. There I go again. Uh, And uh, in case anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, um, the the snapping is you know you hold. You hold the uh, the asparagus uh, in one hand and and uh, the the hand... <laughs> the hand. You hold you hold the asparagus
0: oh. with one hand, basically at, at either end. Yeah, yeah, and that's you, it. You you bend it and it's going to snap at the point at which it becomes tender.
1: Yeah, and I find so... I, I have to push with the bottom part toward the top part a little bit to make oh, sure it's snapping in the I right feel like place. We're going to have to draw a diagram. Then I, yeah, then I need to get a protractor <laughs> and a and a, a block and tackle.
0: You know, um, in um. So I get review copies of of Martha Stewart's Everyday Food. Um, I, uh, this was free. I feel like I should say oh, yeah, for ethical for reasons yeah. that this copy was free. They are featuring asparagus in their their most recent issue, the April one, and they suggest that you snap at. Sma- <laughs> Do you say
1: snap ass? <laughs> <laughs> it's Because you play a game of snap ass <laughs> oh, That would be a lot
0: more fun Than eating is that, is that just going
1: around Snapping people with towels
0: <laughs> Yeah That does sound yeah. like normal. It fun. works best if you like Go to a gym Locker uh-huh. room Yeah then you got a lot of asses To snap Anyway They say that you should snap Off the tough end of one snot <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> I am really Really impaired today Oh uh, Ooh. Anyway, just snap one of them, okay? <laughs> and okay. Then, then they say you should gather up the rest of the bunch, and using that trimmed one as a guide, just cut off the remaining ends with one quick slice. But I don't really buy that mm-hmm. because it's not, you know, the bunch. I don't really believe that the bunch was necessarily gathered.
1: You're talking about the Brady Bunch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, for me, there's re- no real reason to believe that the that the. um the point at which one stock gets tender is the same <laughs> point which <when> another <laughs> tender. right gets right so it's,
1: so if you see a family of six with three girls and three boys it's you, it's not a foregone conclusion that they're all uh, you know related by blood is what you're saying
0: this just got <laughs> a whole lot more complicated than i intended what i mean to say is just snap them all individually it's super fast right
1: you're you're talking about murdering the brady bunch now right <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're just snapping their asses with towels <laughs>
0: Just snapping their asses with towels. So moving right along, I mean, I guess we—I'm
1: really having a lot (laughs) of trouble. I'm really enjoying this episode so far.
0: I guess we should talk about cooking it. I mean, you can of course eat it raw. Yes, I I feel like there's a movement these days of like sort of shaved asparagus salads. Which, yeah,
1: which I don't have a problem with as long as it's really good, tender, fresh asparagus.
0: Anyway, let's talk today about cooking asparagus because I—that's what I usually do with it. Yeah, me too. Okay,
1: and I find I roast it. A majority of the time, just
0: olive oil and salt.
1: Yep, just olive oil and salt. Pretty hot oven. Um, I, I don't like. I, I usually don't do too hot an oven because I'm afraid of overcooking it because mm-hmm. it can it could veer off into mushiness really yeah. quickly. Yeah, it really does. But you know, like a 400 degree oven for 10 or 12 minutes. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I would tend to go a little bit higher than that, but yeah, I agree with you. And I think when in doubt, pull it a little earlier rather than later because it does really get mushy quickly. Yes. I grew up with just sort of like quickly um, blanched asparagus, too. Sure. That was how my parents did it a lot. And they would do it actually in a skillet, which works really well, because then you can fit the full length of the asparagus in there. You just need a little bit of water and drop it in. And that's how I do it a lot. Um, and then we'll dip the spears in like homemade mayonnaise or vinaigrette. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty delicious.
1: Aioli. Mm-hmm. I like that image of a, of a skillet of asparagus bubbling on the stove. It's
0: really pretty yeah. and really, really fast.
1: Uh, I will stir fry asparagus. I don't think I even need to say that because everyone knows I will stir fry anything, so let's move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, do you make asparagus soup? I have
1: made an asparagus soup, like a pureed soup, a couple of times and really enjoyed it and haven't done it recently, and I don't know why.
0: Hmm. And you would definitely have to strain that because it is it is a little stringy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um. It's uh, An immersion blender is perfect for making an asparagus soup. One of my many phobias is putting (laughs) hot soup into a blender, a jar blender, and having it uh, jump out the top and uh, burn my face. Deliciously.
0: (laughs) I mean, it would be really tasty. Mm,
1: Really tasty. Third degree burns.
0: Well, let's talk about what we did today. I I tried a recipe today that I'd never made before, and I'm really happy with how it turned out. It is another sort of stovetop cooking method, also done in a skillet. And the recipe comes from Melissa Clark. She published it on Guilt Taste, I think about a year ago. And I think she calls it like salt and sugar cured asparagus. Uh huh. Um, guilt
1: it, Taste, a, a website de- dedicated to making you feel guilty about tasty things. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, I feel like I always have to spell guilt taste. Yeah, when I'm I telling know. people. G U L I T. Anyway. Um,
1: so Melissa Clark recipe, yeah, yeah, taste. right,
0: right. Thanks, thanks. Anyway, so what you do is you start by sprinkling the asparagus with equal parts uh, sugar and kosher salt, and you let that sit, um, and then you sort of brush off the extra. You don't mm-hmm. want it to be too salty or sweet, and then you just drop the asparagus into a skillet, and you at this point put. Um, we we might have to beep this out, but you put literally a metric fuck ton of. <laughs> Oil and butter on top of it, it should be submerged in equal parts, oil and butter. I have to say, it felt a little wasteful to me so it was crazy it was kind of crazy. We did not submerge ours. We used the amount of oil uh, and butter that the recipe originally called for it didn 't totally cover it, and we just went with it
1: and it was great
0: and it was delicious what but you- it was still
1: it was almost a stick of butter and an equal amount of olive oil
0: for six ounces of asparagus, yeah, people, we just did a fraction of the recipe. Anyway, but it was really delicious. It had, um, you didn't have to add any salt to it in the end. It had this perfect sweetness that felt very natural um, with the flavor of the asparagus.
1: I, I just now realized that, that we, seem, we seem sort of surprised that something uh, braised in butter and olive oil. <laughs>
0: Would have a lot of butter and olive oil. <laughs>
1: well, and that it was good. Um, you know, it's great. The, uh, the sugar adds a, a nice sweetness, but not too much. I could eat a lot of that.
0: Oh, and the one thing I wanted to say about it is... If any of you listeners try that Melissa Clark recipe, would you let us know if you find a great use for the leftover oil and butter you've got when you're done cooking it? Melissa Clark suggests a number of uses for for that fat, and it seems like such a shame to waste it. I worry, however, that it might be a little bit sweet from the sugar. I'm looking forward to trying it. I feel like it's probably going to
1: be good for a scrambled egg or some sautéed carrots or something mm-hmm. like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, oh, I should talk about the thing I you made. Should. Huh? Yeah, I, th- I was like, oh, "Great, we're going to close out the show." And uh, but the thing I made was really good. Uh, I made asparagus in bed.
0: Wow, that <laughs> Thank sounds you. like a fortune cookie. Uh, <laughs> yes,
1: you will make asparagus <laughs> uh, in bed. Yes, uh, I made the recipe called asparagus in bed, which is a uh, an Italian recipe from the book Cucina Simpatica. The uh, it is extremely simple. You roast some asparagus. Uh, you put it on a plate. You top it with a fried egg and a large amount of grated Parmigiano-Reggiano cheese. Which and kind of
0: melts and forms this wonderful layer on top of the fried egg. Yes. It's really nice. And
1: then that runs together with the runny yolk from the fried egg, and that's the sauce. And the the if there is any secret to the recipe, um, it is just using more cheese than you feel like you should. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is wonderful. Uh, during asparagus season, um, we eat it as a main dish at least once a week, and it is completely satisfying.
0: And... One thing that to me was interesting about the two different recipes we did, it, neither one of them actually treated the asparagus in a particularly complex way. No, not at all. Yet the asparagus tasted so different. Yeah. And and I think also had quite a different texture depending on how it was cooked i think the one that was butter poached was sort of like more dense and meaty almost
1: yes but you lose the crispy uh fringes at the That's tip true. that you get when you roast That's the true. asparagus i love
0: that oh hey really quick before we go i just have to ask you a personal question about, do. about stuff that happens down there <laughs> do you after you've been eating asparagus if you pee
1: which i do does
0: your pee smell funny
1: yes absolutely
0: and i have heard that this has to do not with um any particular quality of the asparagus i've heard that it has to do with like some of us have the smell receptor that allows to, us to smell this yep. and some of us don't it's true so everybody has stinky asparagus pee it's just some people can't smell it
1: can you imagine uh, how what they did to determine this because how could they have done it other than with an experiment involving people smelling other people's asparagus? That's
0: amazing! Pee. Like I wish I'd been a part of in that in a
1: laboratory setting. It's like that experiment where they had the the uh, people smell other people's sweaty T-shirts.
0: Yeah, yes. oh, so that was the pheromones yes. thing, right?
1: I think I, I think I've mentioned that in my book because I thought it was so gross. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, anyway, yeah, I mean, I can get. Funky asparagus pee from one stalk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I, totally can too. Like, like sometimes I'll have like you know a sandwich or something that had a little bit of asparagus on it, and I forget that I ate any asparagus, and then suddenly, woo! I'm reminded. Yeah, and when yeah. I say woo, I mean we.
0: <laughs> woo! <Woo-hoo! laughs> that's what you mean. I think <laughs> that's right.
1: Yeah. Every time, every time I pee, I say woo. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well. It's really embarrassing
1: when I go over to someone else's house. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's how I feel every time we finish a new episode of Spilled. <laughs>
1: Another one in the can, literally. Okay. All right. This has been a a riot. Find us online. Find our uh, asparagus recipes. (laughs) That's what they're called. Uh, Find our asparagus recipes at spilledmilkpodcast.com. And you can
0: like us on Facebook.
1: Facebook.com slash Spilled Milk Podcast. like us. Uh, yeah, a few people like us every week, and it makes me so it's happy. so
0: nice.
1: Um, probably some other people unlike us, but they don't send you an email when that happens. Thank God. <sighs> Thank I would God. I would walk around with my head on the pavement, and yeah. my head would be down there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: <God. laughs> Anyway, so... Um,
1: So, yeah, so I don't think we have anything else to say.
0: So thanks for listening to Spilled Milk.
1: Um, The show uh, that cannot comment on our upcoming Brady Bunch-related murder trial.
0: (laughs) I'm Molly Weisenberg. And
1: I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
0: Do you really think that I would say here, like, on the record, if I was planning to kill someone?